uh, evening at Footprint Center last night as the Suns defeat the Minnesota Timberwolves. Kevin Durant not only gets to start the game, Wolf, makes it through the game. Suns get the win. Just a, just a party atmosphere walking out of there last night. And John Bloom is joining us right now, Phoenix Suns broadcaster, joining us on the Arizona Sports Line. Talk about it. Bloomer, what's going on? What's up, Luke? Yeah, it was a party atmosphere on the uh, Suns postgame show inside the building, too. There was a concert going on uh, in the in the uh, Arena Bowl, which uh, the bass was, like, pervasive even through where we do the uh, postgame show. So, yeah, there was there was definitely a vibe from the uh, second we got to the gym and, and even hours after the game was over. So, of course, Johnny, we're going to be talking about Kevin Durant here, but tell me what you saw from the team. What did you like about last night? You know, it's fascinating, Wolf, because I've heard you talk about, uh, you know, the humanity, uh, and we've all talking, talked about the humility as well of yes. Kevin Durant since he got here, uh, that, that that's kind of something that stood out to those of us who have been watching him and his every move that's been at least public. Now, he's been behind the scenes and, and not with us for the most part since he's become a Phoenix Sun. Uh, so last night was just so exciting to get through the whole warm-up situation, which obviously uh, so many people were nervous. But I didn't even go out to, to the bowl to watch it. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to let it all happen, and I'm just going to stay back here and do my coach's interview and, and hang out in the media room. And then, uh, you know, once I got the all-clear sign that he was in the starting lineup, there was definitely a, a, a breath of, uh, you know, a, a sigh of relief, I, I guess is the, is the better way to say it. Uh, and, and then to see them play the way they did makes me believe that they all kind of were feeling the same way we are, uh, and we were. And that is back to that humanity uh, part of the conversation, which is yeah, we look at these guys as superhuman a lot of the time. They do things on the basketball court that in essence are superhuman, but uh, they're humans, and so they have the same emotions, anxieties, stress, everything else that we all suffer day to day, Uh, and uh, and so you could see it, that they wanted to get through that night just as much as Suns fans wanted to get through it with a win and, and see Kevin Durant play in a Suns uniform in person for the first time. So now that that all happened, I have a feeling that uh, we're going to see them play in a different fashion uh, with a little less uh, of those elements we talked about uh, and the mental anguish and just go play basketball. Yeah, I'm with you. And and ironically, I did the same thing, Bloomer. I was I was there and refused to watch warm-ups. Once, once they started, <laughs> once everybody was lining up for the starting lineups and they announced who was starting for Minnesota, I was like, all right, I can, I can turn and look at the court now. Um, last night, I, it wasn't the floor. I mean, they won the game. They beat a, a pretty good Minnesota team. But it still kind of feels like they're just scratching the surface of what this group is capable of. Now, the flip side is they don't have a whole lot of time to uh, to truly get rolling do you think they have enough time? And, and even if they don't, even if it's kind of a version of what we saw last night or maybe the Dallas game a couple weeks ago when KD was in there, do you think that's enough to potentially get them going in the playoffs? I do. I think it's enough. I think we're going to see uh, things continue to round into form over the next couple of weeks. But the, the fascinating thing about it, that's definitely a big part of this is just how many teams are within striking distance of them for fourth and, and how far they could fall if they don't you know, mind their P's and Q's and take care of business and win basketball games. Now, the Nuggets, who they're hosting tomorrow night, are playing tonight at home against New Orleans, and that's a brutal back-to-back. We've had to do that before, play in Denver, then come home and play at home against 
another team. Now Denver is playing their home game tonight and then flying that couple hours. They'll get to bed, you know, three or four and have to take on KD, Book, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, and that whole crew tomorrow night. So, you know, you want the Suns to take advantage of that and win another basketball game and stack these wins up so that they can solidify their spot uh, with with home court advantage in, in the first round of the playoffs. And I don't know that that's, you know, the, the only view here. I think a lot of it is also that they want to round into form at the right time, that they want to play their best basketball. And I think part of that is uh, having their best groupings on the floor. And that is the biggest task for Monty, his staff, to figure out, you know, those rotations. And last night we didn't see, you know, Damian Lee. We didn't see uh, Ish Wainwright. We didn't see Jock Landale. And those guys may or may not, you know, have roles as we get down the stretch of this season. We are seeing more of T.J. Warren. He's made an impression on this coaching staff over the last few weeks. And I would guess that you guys, like me, uh, are not surprised at that. Yeah. What did you think of the bench play last night? I thought it wasn't as uh, on point, Wolf, as it was against the Utah Jazz in the previous couple games before that. Uh, but I still felt like Bismack Biombo came out, set the tone defensively, made some big plays on that end, and also was finishing on offense when guys were finding him on the roll to the basket. So that was big early on, I felt. Uh, and then I thought that they got good contribution again from Cameron Payne. Mm-hmm. He's in that mode right now where, you know, even if he's not going to make all his shots, he's making a difference and he's making the defense press when he's out there on the floor. And I love that about him. Uh, You know, he does that differently than any other person that the Suns have at their disposal with regards to running the show and the the offense and pushing that pace. And so uh, I I like the fact that he's not only done that, but he's also kept it under control, hasn't turned the ball over. And as he told us on the postgame show in Salt Lake City, you know, he's picking his spots when to be turbo and when to just be Cameron Payne. Yeah, Bloomer, along those lines with campaign, like you just said, I mean, his last eight games, he's hit double digits and points five times. He's averaging more than four assists per game. But in those eight games, he's turned the ball over six total times. We were talking yesterday in terms of bench guys. He really still might be the most important bench guy on this team. Do you feel that way? I do. I mean, that part of that, part of that is, Luke, because I'm just uh, biased towards the point guard position and its <laughs> value on the basketball court and always have been. But uh, I, I feel like when Chris Paul is going to need those breaks, and we know he's going to as much as anybody else on this team, but for him, with being the maestro of this basketball team, and again, last night, I felt like he really rose to the occasion when he saw that Kevin Durant wasn't knocking down shots, and when he knew that the offense was sputtering, he put more of it on his shoulders, and he he told Alan Tim that after the game, too, that he realizes, you know what, I just need to go score sometimes. And uh, and that's true. And when he can figure out when those spots are, uh, that's what's so dangerous because he has a better uh, vision for that or feel for that than virtually anybody on a basketball court. So the Suns are really fortuitous to have that uh, in play, but also from a standpoint of campaign because, again, when he can come out and be successful, then Monty's not forced to put more on the shoulders of, of CP3. Johnny, we're talking about the defense, of course, and how impressive the defense was. Can I ask you your own personal opinion in regard to who the most impressive player was for the Suns defensively? Defensively, right now with this basketball team, uh, I think it's it's going to be a work in progress, but I think that that progress 
could uh, be more noticeable than what we see on offense, Wolf, if that makes sense. Because, you know, look, we all expect Kevin Durant to make a lot more shots than what he did last night, and so does he, by the way, and he's going to. That was his worst shooting performance of the season, and I doubt we'll see another 5 out of 18 from him. But defensively, with them working together, and I even noticed some moments last night between KD and some of the other guys he was switching with on the perimeter and watching their communication, I think that's only going to get tighter, and as it gets tighter, it's going to get tougher for the opposition to put the ball in the bucket. And that is really where the Suns are going to yeah. separate themselves. Yep. A, lot of, a lot of people are focusing right now on the Lakers, right? If you watch national shows, you're going to start hearing more about the Lakers because they're starting to put themselves in position where they're actually going to be in the playoffs. And, and not that we should celebrate that in any respect whatsoever. But the reason why the Lakers are playing such good basketball has nothing to do with Anthony Davis's 30 and 40 point nights. It has to do with the defense they're playing. They've been the top defense in the league for a couple months now. So if they make a run, it's going to be defensively. And I think the same thing about this Phoenix Suns group. Bloomer, great stuff as always, man. This is a great day for the Suns and obviously a good day to talk to you. Always a good day to talk to you guys. Uh, Thanks for having me on and I look forward to another fun one tomorrow night. Sounds good. Bloomer. That's John Bloom checking in right there on the Arizona Sports Line.